0: the job on a planet and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, Dr. Tom Miller here. And I wanted to share with you uh, the incredible experience that I had uh, at the Maxwell Leadership Conference in Orlando. And so um, this, is the, this is the 14th Maxwell Leadership Conference, the, the International Maxwell Conference uh, that I have actually personally participated in uh, since I joined a team in February of 2014. And you may ask, well, why would you go back 13, you know, 14 times? Um, well, it's to it's, it's recertify, right? Every single year. Um, you know there's new thought leaders there's new there's new um, there's a new John maxwell in a sense because he's growing because he's constantly learning and he's you know sharing and then he introduces us to these amazing experts in 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 the leadership field you know based upon whatever you know challenges that we all might be facing as uh, global leaders and and so when I joined there was a little less than 5,000 members of the of the John Maxwell team is what it was called now it's the Maxwell leadership team but uh, now there's over forty five thousand members, um, and and in over a hundred countries. I mean, it, it's it's just an amazing um, uh, uh, like minded group of leaders to be a part of. So they have a conference every March and every August. And I would love for you to come. Um, if you want to come, go ahead and email me at tom at LBLeaders.com. It's tom at LBLeaders.com, and and I'll put a link here in the in the opp- in the comments for, for for you to schedule time. Uh, because I can tell you, it has transformed my life uh, times, times, times a thousand um, mm-hmm. since that time. But so, so when you recertify, right, when every single year, when you, when you participate in, in, a, in an, an environment of growth, um, it changes your perspective on, on how you're leading, right, how you're leading yourself, how you're leading your team, how you're leading the people around you. Uh, but it's also changing your uh, priorities, right? How you're prioritizing as as a leader. And I could tell you, uh, over the last two years, I've been the interim head of six charter schools while continuing to run my business, while being a a dad of two, you know, and a husband, um, and and trying to maintain my health, right? Do all those things. And I could tell you uh, that the more that I learn. And the more that I grow, the easier it is for me to prioritize my time, right? And I'm going to talk a little bit about that, right? But what I wanted to really share with you is is how is how John Maxwell, right? How he grows, right? How at 75 years old, after 50 years as a thought leader, um, uh, you know, first in the um, in the in the you know sector of of you know being a pastor and um, a you know leader in that area to to moving to the private business world. He's you know written over eighty six I think it's eighty six books now. Eighty seven's coming out in March. He's he's sold thirty six million copies of his books. How he continues to grow, right? I want to share with you exactly what he does, right? So and this is what I've you know put into my life. Um, so 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 you know there's this incredible importance of growth so no matter where you are as a leader and you're all leaders no matter what field you're in um, growth is uh, critical and it's not just occurring because you're working okay you don't just grow because every day you get up and you go to work and you you handle challenges i mean you will get a little bit better but that's not that's not intentional growth see activity is not necessarily an Accomplishment, right? An activity is not going to necessarily lead to growth. And so, um, years ago, you know, when I was a first year, you know, in my principalship, and you know, I would consume books. You know, when I was going through my master's and my doctoral program, I owned a lot of books, and I read eh, some of them. Maybe you know what that feels like, right? I had a big library. Let's just say that I had a a lot of library books, right? I feel like, uh, Will uh, Ferrell and Anchorman, Ron Burgundy said, you know, I I had a <laughs> leather bound books, right? Because um, I thought it was a because I thought it was a big deal, right? You know, get books and consume them, and oh, do you have that book, right? That was kind of my thing. And it wasn't until I joined the John Maxwell team. In 2014 that I actually understand the true purpose of books, right? The true uh, purpose of reading someone's book is because you're you're not going to be able to spend time with them. And that's what John said. He said he said I started writing books to reach the individuals that I would never meet. He had a goal, right, to impact leaders across the world. He's like, "Well, I can't, I don't I'm not going to meet everybody." So, you know, so the purpose of the book, right, was to not just consume and read the book. Oh, oh, well, the book was really good. Oh, the book was so good. It's it's to apply what the author is telling you to do based upon their own experiences or or their research, right? It's to apply what you're learning. It's to it's to make significant changes in you so you can be better. I mean, whatever the book is teaching you how to do, right? I have owned books to learn how to swim, I've owned books own and read books to help, you know, cure my back pain. I've 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 um I've read dietary books, right? I've read books on you know, I've read faith books, I've read, you know, books on being a better dad and a better husband and leader. I mean, so there's all sorts of books. There's lots of there's no shortage of books on learn how to do something, right? See, but knowledge knowledge is only potential power. It's about applying what you've learned, right? So so this, this, you know, being active and being busy is killing a lot of leaders' self-growth. And so what John talked about during this growth day, you know, we had his personal growth day, and they'll have one in March. And again, I would love for you to be a part of it. So reach out, and I would love to help you take that next step. Um, he had said about, you know, 50% of your personal or your professional development personal professional development needs to be focused on you you need to be growing yourself so you can be better for the people around you and what you know the mistake we make is we spend most of the time trying to you know develop all the people at the bottom of our organization when we need to be growing us grow us and then the top 20 (laughs) percent that should be 75 percent of your growth plan is that so then they, they can ultimately, you know, multiply and cascade information down and grow the people and equip the people under them. So as I was just consuming books, that's all I was doing was reading the books. I wasn't taking the time to like stop at the end of the chapter and, and make notes, right, or answer the questions. A lot of great self-leadership books have, you know, reflective questions at the end of every chapter. And John's, you know, John's is is what's your act? What will you apply based upon what you just learned? What will you change based upon what you just read? What will you teach someone else? Right? And I'll talk more about that too. So um, I would consume books, right? And so then I started this, you know, process of of you know, I would I would read the book and I'd make marks in it, right? And I, and then I would go back and I would reread the book a second time but I would only read what I marked. This is what John taught me. I would reread what I marked. And then I would I would write out, right, um, what I'm going to teach, right, or what I need to do or whatever my action step was. And I would maybe write that on a on a separate, you know, sheet of paper or, you know, within my journal. And this is how I was, you know, taking a log, right? I was taking that that really important 20% of what's in the book, right? And I was going to take it and then move it to my own personal action plan. And then at the end of every day, right, I ask these three particular questions. What did I learn today? What did I fail at today? <laughs> and what will I do differently tomorrow? Right? What did I learn today? What did I fail at today? What would I do differently, right? So so you know, again, it's it's not experience that's the key. It's a valuative experience, right? So so I've got the book, I'm learning how to do something through the book, I'm applying it in my life, I'm making changes in my life, I'm teaching other people about, right? And then I'm reflecting every single day, what did what did I learn today? <laughs> right? What did I what did I fail at today? What did I, you know, and what do I need to do differently tomorrow? That's a daily reflection sheet. At the end of every week, then, I do the next step. I said, what went well this week? What went wrong this week? And what am I going to do differently next week, right? So I've got daily reflection, and I've got weekly reflection. And I do the same thing per month and per quarter, you know, looking at those pieces. So in order to do this, you have to have a daily growth plan. Now, I've talked about, you know, part of it, right, which is reading books. But there's lots of other things you can do to learn, right? Every day I learn. So every day I either read, right? Every day I may reread, you know, one of my highlighted books. Uh, every day I listen to something, right? So whether it's, a, you know, during my commute or a walk, uh, you know, I made, you know, I, there's about a half dozen podcasts that I really love. Uh, Maxwell's podcast is really great and Pat Lanchoni's And then I've got some other, you know, uh, thought leaders that I listen to that are close to me. Um, But those are two, Uh, right? So you, you know, whatever field you're in, every day you got to be learning something. You need to bring better information into your mind, right? Because in order to really grow, you need to change how you think. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) In order to truly grow, you need to change how it is that you think, how you think, right? Because what you think about, you become. What you think about, you become, all right? So every day I'm learning right through listening, reading, you know, maybe some articles, maybe a blog, maybe I'm listening to a YouTube video, okay? So every day I'm learning something, but I'm also learning by asking people questions, okay? So when I'm in my work, uh, when I'm either, you know, you know, the interim head of a school, I'm super curious. I drive people crazy. I want to know why they're making the choices they are or how they got to this point. Because it's important that you understand that, that, you know, an individual's success or an organization's, you know, success is the result of their best thinking. Now, as a thought leader, as you grow yourself and, and, and you have more experiences, you could offend people. I've offended lots of people by asking a lot of questions or shooting on people, right? So don't don't shoot on people. Oh, you should do this, or you or you should read this book, right? Now don't do that. <laughs> Ask questions, learn, right? Gain their permission to provide advice, right, or to change, right? So if you listen to some of our other, um, you know, lessons, you know, one on, um, you know, communicating expectations and changes, there's some really good. You know lessons there. But so so every day I'm reading or I'm listening or I'm asking questions. Now when I'm asking questions, I'm asking questions as though I'm wrong, right? And I'm listening as though I'm wrong. Like I like I want to be really, really curious about the current situation and, and how they got here and um, what you know processes that they took. And I'm listening because I'm taking it all in, okay? And that's how you're also going to learn. And so then, so then after I do that, right? Um, then then I need to apply what I've learned, and so I apply through um, uh, trying it myself, right? I apply uh, through um, um, uh, you know a practice and failing forward. I, I just apply it in my life, right? I have to peel out something because we only have 24 hours. So if it's a new, it's a new habit, right? I got to make that change. So, you know, you want to apply what you've learned and then you're going to reflect, okay? So when you apply what you've learned, then you, then you go back to those reflection questions. What went well? What went wrong? What do I need to do differently? All right, so the, so the learning model is that. It's, it's, it's bringing new information, Right? And then you may need to unlearn something to relearn, right? So I'm relearning, I'm unlearning and relearning. It's a it's a constant cycle, learning is <laughs> so you bring in new information, you 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 know relearn a new skill or habit or thought or you know process, then you apply it. And then you realize oh I gotta make some changes, right? So I'm unlearning things while I'm implementing and then i'm going to fail forward right to that you know success that and i fail forward through reflection so that's that learning process so you got to learn and apply learn and apply and then so that's where change is going to start happening right so as you're as you're unlearning an old skill to relearn and reimplement a new skill or habit or strategy that's the change process and then once you've actually done it right and you've started to get some success around it then you're going to teach so that's when you teach somebody everybody That's when you teach. Now, you could certainly say, hey, I learned something in this book today. Let me tell you about it. Versus, hey, I've learned this new skill from this thought later. It's really changed my mindset on things, and I've been getting some better results. May I teach you what I've learned? (laughs) Can I share with you? And that's what I'm doing now. If you're listening to this, whether you're on our podcast or YouTube page or whatever, I mean, I've gained your permission. You're still listening right now to hear, right? Hopefully because I'm adding value to you, okay? Or maybe it's just in the background noise. I don't know. Or it's an accident. Either way, right? I have taken what John has taught me, his leadership principles, his principles on growth. I have applied it in my life. I have gone from someone who was in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, um, you know, uh, to, and I was in a, very comfortable government job, making, you know, a pretty good salary to doubling my income, being completely debt free, being 40 pounds less than what I was when I started this journey eight years ago. I am, I, I work less per year. I have a better relationship with my wife than I've ever had. And I've known her for 30 years. You know, I'm, I'm feeling empowered, I'm achieving more, I'm seeing more, I'm doing more, I've traveled to um, five continents, I mean, I'm doing things I never ever imagined were possible, I've taught, you know, uh, leadership in South Africa, South America, Europe, North America, that's four, sorry, four continents, (laughs) not five, I'm getting there though, it'll be five soon. So, so, you know, this is my application. So I've earned the right to, to teach some of these principles, okay? And, that's, and this is where I went wrong. Ten, ten years ago, I would read a book like Teach Like a Champion, and I would try to teach my team how to do it. Well, I never taught that way. I was just watching the video, and right? So it was inauthentic, and it wasn't connecting because you can't give people what you don't have. If you're taking notes, write that down. <laughs> you can't give people what you don't have. You can't you can't teach someone what you haven't experienced. You ever try to explain something, you know, to a, someone that you kind of heard today, or like I, am not I'm not hundred percent sure about you know what's well, this, and they start to argue with you, and you don't really have any, you don't have any credibility in that conversation because you've never done it, because you've never done it. So one fatal error that I made as a as a leader, not just as a principal, right, but also when I started this business, uh, this is our ninth year now, I was trying to teach things and model things that I didn't do, that I didn't master, that I wasn't good at. And as a result, we're, we're getting poor results. <laughs> we're getting end results, except a crappy result, right? And so think about that in your school or in your business or, you know, wherever you are. Are you trying to to teach things and and train people in, in, you know, skills that you don't have? If so, you're you're wasting time and money and they're seeing right through and you're losing credibility. Believe me. Okay. Experts are experts for reasons. So if you hire an expert, (laughs) make sure you ask them. Where have you taught this before? What results have you received in this skill? There's lots of things that people ask me to teach that I won't do it. I I will go find someone because I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at it. Or I don't have that you know skill. I could certainly read off a script and make it entertaining and it might be okay. It might be a, a 4 or a 5 out of 10, but it's not going to be an 8 or 9 out of 10 that an expert is going to do. So don't you can't take people where you've never been, okay? You you cannot take people wherever you've never been. So please, please, please remember that, okay? So I want to get back to that daily growth, right? So that daily growth, every day I learn, okay? Every day I learn something new, right? Every day I'm applying something outside of my comfort zone, but I'm staying in my strength zone. Every day I'm reflecting to, to create change. And every day I'm teaching. Like right? I will I will teach what I'm learning. That's that's the that's the point of these You know, episodes. Those are the trainings, you know, that I do. This is, you know, this is why we've got 200 uh, podcast episodes and we've got, you know, 100 and some, you know, YouTube videos and we've got a, you know, a a private school leadership made real simple Facebook community. Like every day I'm sharing what I've learned, I'm teaching what I'm learning. I am, I am, I am trying to accelerate your leadership through my mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, this is what I screwed up on today, everybody, and here's how I would have done it differently. Right, if I can accelerate you, then I've then I've done my job, okay? So, every single day, right? Every day I learn, every day I apply, every day I fail, right? And that's what creates change because I because I reflect. That's my evaluative experience, right? Experience is not the key. It's evaluative experience that's going to make the difference. And every day I teach. Every day I teach, right? So, um it's really really important right to 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 have those have some sort of daily daily plan because here's why not only can you not give someone what you've never experienced okay you cannot take someone where you've never been and by the time the opportunity appears it's too late to prepare it's too late to prepare so that daily consistency it's compounding over time and when it compounds over time and then the opportunity appears boom right so consider this start of a daily uh, growth plan not a landing point but a launching point right Like, hey, every single day I'm going to read a chapter, or every day I'm going to listen to a podcast, and every day I'm going to reflect, and every day I'm going to create content, and every day I'm going to share, and every day... I I mean, whatever your daily growth plan is, consider it a launching point. Because when the opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. And here's the thing. Most people quit new habits somewhere between 3 hours and 3 weeks from when they start. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? It's like every, you know, diet, right? Because as I said, I've lost the 40 pounds, right? I, where I had lost 40 and I've I've gained about 10, 10 to 15 back. And gosh, I have tried so hard to get back to that weight, right? But the older I get, the more challenging it gets. So so what got me here no longer serves me there. That's good you should write that down. Whatever put you in the position you're in right now no longer serves you in the position that you want to get to. So all if you've been if you're a teacher and you were promoted to an assistant principal, what that great productivity, that great loyalty and trust and all those things that got you the AP job no longer serve you. They're there, but now you need to, Achieve more through other people. You need to equip people. You need to coach people. You need to, you need to build teams. You need to collaborate with people. It's a whole different next step, right? So you know, going back to my daily growth plan, I mean, you know, one of the pieces that has accelerated me is when we have our daily leadership calls with our team, right, we also have a weekly reflection on the 21 laws of leadership. So our, our team is reading the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, the, the newest version. And, and so each week, like, we re, uh, reflect, right? Or sometimes I'll have a thought and I'll say, hey, can we take 10 minutes just to talk on this thought, right? And, and we'll talk it through. We're collaborating to create a different result. Like, that's there's, that's where you need to start doing. Like, you need to take that information productivity and you need to start surrounding yourself and creating an environment of growth in your organization. An environment of growth in your organization, right? Or within your team, and so, in the law of environment, this is what John—you know—it's in John's uh, fifteen laws of invaluable growth. A law, the law of environment, says like, you know, you know, your success is going to be determined by the five people you spend the most time with. So, if you find yourself at the head of the class, you need to find yourself a new class. I mean, this is why you know we've built all these leadership network of programs. We have our inner circle, our empowered executive inner circle. It's it's you know over forty. Uh, 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 charter school principals from across the country who come t- together each week in small mastermind groups right to to think into each other to to collaborate to 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 help everybody you know think and up level their opportunities and you know challenges and then we bring in an expert a speaker once a month and we do you know we do training with them and then and then I bring in other principals of high uh, performing schools and we go visit their schools and and we and we see the amazing accomplishments that are occurring in that school now to that leader that's just well it's just everyday it's mundane right they don't know how they got there consistency is how they got there but when we bring our leaders in right there they're they're accelerating to a new class they're expanding their vision and so that's every program that we do i try to build this law of environment where you know others are ahead of you where where you're feeling continually challenged, right? There's no, you know, there's no coasting to success, right? You know, I can't coast <laughs> to 175 pounds. I got to, I got to fight. <laughs> it's an uphill battle. I got to fight, right? I'm losing that battle. Uh, but anyway, all right. You've got to, you know, there, there's extreme focus forward, right? Everybody is looking towards, towards that next That next, you know, destination, right? They're clarifying their uh, vision forward. They, they, you know, they understand that yesterday ended last night, (laughs) right? I only celebrate. I only allow myself to, you know, celebrate or get down for twenty-four hours. That's it, right? I got to get going. I got to get. What's the next, right? What's the next goal? What's the next accomplishment? You know, the atmosphere is affirming. I mean, imagine if you had other. Other principles on your back, like if you, if if the extension of your leadership team were other CEO principles, right? Other, other executives <laughs> helping you, affirming you, challenging you. Man, if you're not a part of our inner circle, I'm not really sure what you're doing. It, you don't have to be a charter school principal to be in it. You could be anything; it doesn't matter. But to be in this in this environment where you know people are rooting you on, where they're where they're thinking about you when the Zoom hangs up and they're shooting you text messages and they're, and they're checking in on you and they're trying to help you and equip you. You got to get in our inner circle. Links in the comments. You got you to take that next step. right? Get into an environment of growth, right? Others are ahead. Continue to challenge. Focus forward. The atmosphere is affirming. Everybody's out of their comfort zone, right? All success is outside of your comfort zone. In fact, if you haven't had a challenge in a while, you're probably in that coast zone. And Maxwell just said here at the conference down in Orlando, he said he, he said if things are going too well, then break something and let's improve it. If the organization you're in continues says, "Well, that's kind of that's how we've always done it." You're not in a law you're not in a growth environment. You're in a stagnant environment. You want to be in an environment of constant growth, where the where the foot is always on the gas. Well, you know whether it's you know you're going five miles an hour or, or 105 miles an hour. You want forward motion. You don't want neutral. Okay, you don't want neutral. All right. Uh, the next one is that um, failure. Right? Failure is not your enemy. I've already told you that the that the that the daily cycle. For growth is failure is part of it. (laughs) What am I going to apply? What went right? What went wrong? So what went wrong, I gotta make a change. I I gotta reflect on what went wrong and I can be okay with failure. I'm sorry to say there's 85% of the world, you know, through our disc, you know, personality profile, what a great leadership tool that is. 84 85% of the world is is in this reserved you know, um, uh, process oriented where sometimes perfection or having all the answers gets in the way. It's, you got to advance forward to know whether or not you're on the right track. And and I run into a lot of leaders. I coach a lot of leaders who like things to be perfect. Well, there's only two things that are perfect in the world. You, you were created perfectly and the hope diamond, that's it. (laughs) Everything else is a mask. It's a mask for a fear of something. So you want to be in a group where, you know, folks are rooting on your failure. Great try. Now, I'm not talking about catastrophic failure, but we learn a lot from that too, right? (laughs) Show me a great leader and I'll show you, you know, the crisis that they overcame. I'm looking at the... The scores across, you know, North Carolina and the academic scores across the country, and there's all this COVID loss and all this stuff. But you know what? There also is COVID gains. There's schools that have accelerated their academics, you know, during this time. Not just, not just learning academics, but social skills and character and all these other parts that make it up. Right? Failure is not your enemy. In fact, failure and success are locked together. <laughs> they are one, right? They are they're parallel. In order to get great success, you have to fail. You got to fail so you can move forward. If you're not failing, that means you're not trying hard enough or you're not doing something that's, you know, worthwhile. The next others are growing, right? So when you get into this growth world, you're going to have to leave some people behind you still love them. You don't say, you just, I'm going this way. I would love for you to come with me, but you don't have to. It's cool. But I'm going here. I'm growing here. Now, I remember as a kid, right? I liked to play baseball every day and we used to do all sorts of fun things. And there was a couple kids every day that they, they did their homework, had to do their homework, couldn't come out, had to do their homework. And of course we always, you know, made fun of them and ripped on them and you Know what they were right. <laughs> I got 700 on my SCTs. I really struggled through high school. I, you know, I struggled for a big part of my college. I, you know, I, if, if anyone has received my emails or you know, read my blogs, you know that I struggle with grammar. I, right? there's a lot of parts that I wish that I would have spent more time back then because now I'm catching up, right? I'm trying to catch up. You've got to put yourself in an environment where people are growing around you all the time. Just because you got into a position does not mean that you stop learning. In fact, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And it's what you learn after you think you know it all that really, really matters. There is no end line to education. There is no end line, there is no finish line to your growth. You are at unlimited capacity if if you intentionally work to grow every single day. Growth is modeled and expected is another part of the law of environment modeled and expected, right? It's just what I just talked about. Everybody is, you know, growing. So get yourself in a mastermind book study maybe, right? Or join something like our inner circle. I mean, whatever you can do to be in an environment where other people are growing and sharing what they've learned and what they've failed and how they're improving, you know, book studies are great. You could lead one at your school with your top, you know, 20%, article studies, round tables. There's lots of ways, right, to, to model growth. And the last one is people desire change. People desire change. Now, change is inevitable. It's growth that's optional, right? <laughs> change is inevitable and growth is optional. So, I just want to check my notes, make sure I, you know, talked about all these all these pieces. And so so we've, you know, you know, talked about the importance of growth. We've uh, talked about having a daily growth plan. We've talked about how how just being active and working is not going to create significant growth you'll get a little bit better but you won't you know you won't accelerate okay we've uh, talked about how you can't teach what you don't have or what you've never accomplished so it, it's important as you're learning something that you work to apply it in your life and and you work you know through those uh, processes I gave you know gave the example of the to teach like a champion right and the and and, and so then when I was at middle school principal and then I had to actually teach and substitute in classes I was I was using praise and proximity and and wait time and and um, uh, no opt out type, right? So then I was like, okay, I, I, I'm I actually doing it. So now I can model it. Now I can show it, right? But it wasn't until I actually had to use those myself did I become a better coach and teacher at helping my team um, and my teachers improve, okay? Uh, and then we also talked about the law of environment, right? And all this lines into my six steps to transfer transformation, six steps to transformation that I've gone through. And these are the six steps that I use for every improvement of my life, right? So number one is I change my thinking, okay? So this is where I'm, you know, bringing in new books or new uh, thought leaders or, you know, you know, whatever it may be. I, I've got to change my mindset uh, to be in more of this growth, you know, mindset, not, a, not a, a fixed mindset. The second step is you have to visualize what it is that you want, okay? Visualize yourself in that actual, um, you know, like achieving that goal, right? Or, you know, being 175 pounds. So I I, I look at my scale and I say, one, you know, I, I see the 175. <laughs> I'm 18 pounds away from that right now, but but I see it. I see the 175, okay? Three is to find yourself a coach or a, a mentor. So I've got mentors in in my faith, in my, um, in my uh, uh, you know, with my financial life, from my relationship life right i've got all these you know mentors and i have a coach um as well so you need a coach or a mentor you know someone who can help you you know close that gap um four is to set your goals okay what is the goal that you actually want to achieve so once you have clarity in your vision then you could take take um you know parts of that vision now and 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 write your goals the next is to establish a plan right or a strategy what is your strategy right hope is not a strategy right so i need a daily you know strategy in order to achieve that goal okay daily strategy and then you need to actually follow it right <laughs> plan your work and work your plan and then number uh six is to is to fail forward Right, is to fail forward and that's that that's a reflective piece so that's the those are the six steps that i use to pretty much accomplish anything in my life change my thinking visualize the result that i want find a coach or mentor set my goals my work and work my plan. And the last one is to fail forward, right? It's, you know, to know that I'm going to be hit with uh, failure and to use my reflection process to get there. So you can't you can't grow without a mountain uh, to climb. Okay, so right now you might be having many challenges in your world. And a few years ago, uh, you know, I was I'm, I'm I'm 46 years old right now, so I think it was right around I was you know 40. or so I had you know you know you know used to run uh, marathons or. I I used to complete marathons. I won't say I ran any marathons. I never ran one all the way from start to finish, but I uh, completed five of them. And so I remember the doctor asking me about, well, what's my exercise? You know, and I said, well, I haven't, I don't do I'm not really training for anything. So, so she said, she said, so the only time do you exercise is when you're actually training towards something? And I said, yeah, she goes, well, you need to, you need to change that. You need to change that thinking. Now it didn't dawn on me until, <laughs> you know, a little while ago and when, when I got, Placed on cholesterol medicine, right? I got high uh, cholesterol, and mainly it was you know because I stopped running, and I started doing things like yoga. But what I realized is that yoga isn't whooshing the heart the way that it needs to, right? So my blood flow is my you know cholesterol is better. But I go back to that. What she said to me, she said you know so you need to change your thinking, and I didn't use my framework. Now at this time I had already dropped that you know forty you know plus pounds. I had. You know, I was at my my lightest weight since I was in in high school, <laughs> earlier than high school actually, and uh, right. So I felt right because I was I was at a better size and weight that I was healthy. But you know, remember growth is inside out, and so she said you got to change your thinking. But my thinking was still uh, the only way that I will um, that I will uh, put into the daily time and exercise is if I'm marching towards something right some some goal and it used to be you know and it used to be my marathons so i've got to change I, i've had to make you know significant changes i started to walk 30 minutes a day or ride my bike 30 minutes a day and that's still not enough i got to get more right so but it's that it, you know what's the mountain to climb that you're trying to get through because remember all success right is uphill <laughs> everything worthwhile is uphill that's where success is right you need to how high will you climb up that mountain and it's hard to go uphill when you got down downhill habits right so every time that i get close just you know recently i i almost i was i was seven pounds into the 10 pounds i wanted lost and then i went away for a week and boom (laughs) i put it all back on right so you can't go uphill with downhill habits about every single day right that consistency over time so, looking back, right, that was a fatal error on my mind because I had seen a finish line. I was like, oh, I, I got down to this weight. I don't need to run anymore. I hate it. <laughs> that last ultra marathon pretty much sucked the life out of me and I don't want to do it anymore. And uh, yeah, no good. So, you know, and, and so what, what fatal thoughts have you not uh, paid attention to, right? You can be guided by the feather. Or you can be guided by the 2 by 4 And, you know, for me, a 2 by 4 could be a heart attack or stroke or whatever it may be with that high uh, cholesterol. So I've got to make changes. I've got to make changes. And that's every, every year, that recertification, you are growing yourself, right? You are, you are working through those pieces. And there's nothing wrong with going to, like, you know, a conference. I mean, those are good catalysts for change. And that's why I go to the Maxwell Leadership Training every single year, right? That's my recertification That is my high level, you know, a conference for the year. Sometimes I go twice, sometimes I go once. But it's the day, it's the every day, right? Like I can't just go out on a run once a month and think that everything's going to be fine on the inside. It's not, it's not, right? It's the daily piece, right? So if I I don't have the time right now, Tom, uh, if you got five minutes, you got enough time, right? If you don't think five minutes is a long time, hold your breath for five minutes and you'll know. It's enough right it's enough to to read a quick blog it's 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 enough time to do a daily gratitude journal or reflection journal right what went right what went wrong what am i going to do differently you you know five minutes some of the podcasts are five minutes right some of the youtubes are five minutes heck you can go on tiktok and uh, follow the right thought leaders and you're going to get two or three messages in that five minutes they're going to help you think differently Again, because when the opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. You can't get promoted into a position of of authoritative leadership and then go, okay, now I'm going to learn how to lead. (laughs) If you do that, you maybe have 30 to 60 days of time because your credibility is going to erode really fast, right? Charisma might get you in the door, but it's character that's going to keep you in the room, okay? Character is going to keep you in the room. Alright, so here's what I want us to do, right? So next step. This is what I'm highly recommending you doing. One, make sure you have a growth plan in place, whatever it may be. Something every day. Start with five minutes, grow it to you know 15 you know, minutes, you know, 30 minutes, whatever it may be. Make sure it has some sort of evaluative experience on the back end. Okay. And then and then um and then you know, the next piece is is what is Who are the voices that you need to listen to? You know that's something I really didn't talk about, but I've been following Maxwell now for um, it'll be nine years in February. I didn't really read any Maxwell prior to joining the Maxwell leadership team, actually. But you know, narrow it down to a couple of voices, right? So John is my number one, and I there's lots of people. You know, Jocko Willink, Pat Pat Lanchoni, Tim Ferriss, right? There's lots of people that I listen to, but then I filter that information through john's leadership principles right and through my core values okay so 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 pick a couple people right and just make sure whatever it is that whatever you're bringing into your mind you have some sort of reflection process built in on the back okay what am i going to apply based upon what i just learned what am i going to change based upon what i just learned and then what am i going to teach my team right what am i going to teach teach the people around me because consistency compounds, you know, a lot of you may know that uh, that I'm a recovering gambling addict, you know, and the last day that I placed a bet was February 12, 2006, right? So at this time, I mean, you know, we're, we're heading on almost 17 years and uh, I don't know, that's like 6, 5,500 days, you know, I don't know, something like that. But <laughs> it was those first 90 days that made a difference for me. This first night because i had a significant challenge in front of me right around day 90 i was actually in las vegas and i and i actually placed chips down you know to bet right and a couple things happened you know you can listen to my transformational story at the start of this and at the you know um any earlier um episodes and 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 i didn't right and i realized it was that it was that change of thinking and vision over those you know 87 or 88 days that overcame the 10 years of bad habits and bad you know uh, bad decisions that i had made when it came to gambling so you don't need you don't need a, a ton of time but you but you do need 90 days give it 90 days right so right now if you're watching this in a day it was a it. it's september 5th 2022. 90 days from now, right? So right around right around the holidays, right around Christmas, I I am telling you, if you do this, even if you do it for the next 30 days in a row, you're gonna see significant changes. And in fact, I've got a perfect event for you. Live to lead. If you have not participated in Live to Lead, if you've liked anything that I said or anything that I've shared here, I've learned it all from John Maxwell, okay? I've learned it all from John Maxwell and I've through my own like have added experience. October 7th 2022 it's every year it's always the first of Friday in October but this will be the eighth year that we're hosting live to lead it's a virtual leadership event and um, there's a link here uh, so I'm so I'm gonna put this link in and I'm gonna put a discount code in for you as well right because you're because you're a listener right so go to the link get your you know get your early bird discounted uh, price for this great half day leadership event it's John it's Tim Elmore who's going to be talking about diversity. It's Eric Thomas. It's Pat Lynchoni. He's going to be talking about his his new book as well. Um, so there's five uh, thought leaders. I mean, what a great! So celebrate yourself the next 30 days. Come to that Live Delete event, and I'm telling you, it's going to be another acceleration uh, launching point for you. And and if you already you know you know maybe come to Live Delete or you got something and and you're looking for another big next step, something with a little bit more commitment join our empowered executive inner circle. I mean every single week being around like-minded leaders, getting yourself into that growth environment, you know, you know, being able to to visit the highest performing, you know, schools to to learn from experts on a monthly basis. I mean, it, it basically lays out the next year of your personal professional development plan because I give you access to our Master Communication course. And I give you access to our School Leadership Made Real Simple Leadership program. And then I give you access to our High Performers Leadership Academy, which has got, you know, based upon my book, the 10 Indicators of High Performing Schools. It's all the frameworks that we use as a team to improve schools. I mean, it has everything that you would need. And if you join the inner circle, I'm going to give you access to Live to Lead too. You're going to have it. Another, uh, you know, another extra bonus gift. So... Remember those six steps of transformation. Change your thinking. Visualize the results that you desire to have. Find yourself a coach or a mentor. Set your goals. Create your plan. And fail forward. If you do those things, if you do those six, I guarantee one year from now, right? One year from now. I mean, if you grew 1% every week, for the next year, even if you took a two-week backslide, <laughs> a two-week vacation, you'd be 50% better than where you were right now. 50% better. Now, how many of you want a 50% better return? I do. I want to be 50% healthier, 50% you know, uh, better in my relationships, a better leader. <laughs> I want all my all of of my um, of my investments, you know, uh, financially, to be 50% better than where they were. I mean, right? better, I guarantee it. So click the links in here um, or email me at tom at lbleaders.com and I'm happy to help set up your personal growth plan for you and show you what we have uh, in our product library to help you take that next step. All right, take that next step. But it starts with understanding that change is inevitable, but growth is optional. I'm Dr. Tom. Hope this made a difference. It works if you work it, everybody. Bye.